So you've heard of fake news, but I would also argue there's also fake fans out there and there's more than I'd like to admit within our American culture. Thank you for joining us on another week of Hashtag Bad Life, a part of the Beyond Real Estate Podcast. I am Nick Gumpert, a real estate uh, real estate professional here in Southern California. With me, as always, is Jalen McKenna over in Denver, Colorado. And today we're going to dive into not fake news, but again, fake fans and why I think that. So join us after this in short introduction. Welcome to Beyond Real Estate with Jayla, the podcast discussing parenting, real estate, and business. Every week we go in-depth on how to become successful in life and business. Nick, take it away. Thank you for joining us on another week of Hashtag Dad Life, a part of the Beyond Real Estate podcast. This week, I want to dive into this topic of fake fans. I think there are more fake fans in this country, probably than any other country, and I think that goes across every single sport, male and female. Um, I'll start off by backing that uh, opinion with so many bandwagon fans. And it, it annoys me because I've been to other countries where I know they have, whether it's a pride for their country through and through, they don't just tag on to the national team when they're winning, they're crying when their team's losing. I feel like our country, just as all those freaking losers they lost again and they don't follow them until they start winning again prime example i know of a number of people here in southern california that didn't want to watch usc versus ucla until this year when both teams were winning like that's just fake to me like why do you want a ticket when both teams are eight and two but you don't want to have anything to do with the ticket when they're two and eight um so that's my initial rant i will go on and on but Jay, I want to throw that one to you. What do you think about fake fans here in the U.S.? Oh, yeah. I, I, I live it here in uh, in Denver. Denver. You and your Yankee hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's hard times to be a Yankees fan. I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't won a World Series since, you know, 2009. Payroll. I know. It's, we have no excuse for it. It's absolutely absurd. There's, there, it pains me every single every single month that uh, I'm a Yankees fan. Every single year. Uh, Define your pain, honestly. Honestly, like, is there any sentimental like, wow, I, I really had a bad day when they lost this game? Yes. Yes. As a as a Yankees fan, when they lost um, to the Astros, of all people, I'm just like, kill me. I don't. The season's over for me. I don't want to watch baseball anymore. This is BS. The sport's dumb. I need some cooling off time for the offseason. I didn't even watch the World Series in all honesty. I was like, go Phillies. I, you know, I like Bryce Harper. I like some of the Phillies players. Hate the Astros. Then the Astros just, like, dominated. And I was like, yeah, the season's over. I'm, I could care less about baseball right now. Yeah. I am a big baseball fan. Um, and then the, the Broncos, same thing. You know, it, it's like, we got Russell Wilson. We're going to be go Like, we're... Super Bowl contenders. It's like, right? We ain't. We're three and eight. <laughs> Woof. That hurts. Uh, and it's so it's the same um, just feeling going all over again where you have these high expectations and then you lose and you're like, you know, life could be better. You know, it's like, well, you shouldn't let a sports team franchise, the results of it affect your life. And it's like, and I think that's the common, the, the common uh, belief amongst a lot of Americans is just don't let it affect your life. Right. You're like, okay, but why are you showing up to watch it? 
And yeah. let me clarify, I'm not, not proposing people are diehard fans if they're not willing to burn their city down when their team loses. I'm not saying <laughs> that. But again, I'll, I'll, I'll redirect this into NBA world. Nobody cared about the Milwaukee Bucks 10 years ago. Not a goal besides those that lived in Milwaukee. Like people in Wisconsin overall probably didn't care about the Milwaukee Bucks. But now people are like, oh, I need, I need the jersey, right? The Golden State Warriors, another prime example. For a 12-year-old kid, that's all they know, right? Like Golden State's always been good to that 12-year-old. They absolutely suck 15 years ago. Nobody talked about the Golden State Warriors. So that's the part that pisses me off when you and I have little ones. Um, I can promise you my son will not be, I will not be buying a jersey for him for the most recent NBA championship team. No chance. If he wants that jersey, he can like figure out his own way to get that money. But that is not well. coming from me. Nor will the cheering of, oh, who's in first place? That's my team. Like, yeah. That's the stuff that, that really annoyed me. And I feel like our society as a whole just embraces that who's on top? I'm following them now because I want to be a winner. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. The, you know who we should really shout out right now? The one city that has never sold out no matter how good their team is. Tampa Bay. Whether it's the Lightning or the Tampa Bay Rays, they both have Alcott. atrocious, yeah, a, atrocious, just people, like fans showing up to the stadium. Horrendous. No matter yeah. how good the team is. The Tampa Bay Rays are like a continual yeah. contender yeah. every single year, and the fans could care less in that city. <laughs> they are staying true to their colors. They're like, we don't care about baseball, no matter how well you do. So, yeah. you know, good on them. It's yeah. really being true. It, 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 and I'll go down this uh, rabbit hole now. The, the World Cup is here. The men's soccer team. If well, the men didn't get out of their group, the first comparison people get is like, they're not as good as our women, are they? It's like come out and stop because the u.s has been a, a, a an outlier when it comes to funding for women's sports specifically soccer like since the 90s which isn't that long but relatively speaking it's much longer than the germany than the japan than the brazil than in terms of the amount of money we pumped into that and we just had such a massive head start that wasn't the case for the men's team so it's frustrating to me again as a fan when people want to compare our men's team to our women's team because yes it's a thing sport i understand that um but people don't understand the history or lack of history in the women's game that again we just had a head start over the rest of the world and then when we lose to a country like japan we're like oh they're bad they're terrible hold on do you understand that japan has residency programs where kids just go to school and play soccer now on the women's side they didn't have that in 1991. They've decided to shift their funds and their structure to facilitate that, you know? And, and I feel like people are so quick to dismiss or not even know, they just judge everything by its scoreline. Oh, did they win? Yeah. They won? They're good. <laughs> oh, they left it. Who? Oh, they're terrible. They're garbage. He's like, you didn't even see the game. Yeah. Just know that they lost 86 to 92. Like yeah. you have no context of what happened in the game. Um, you hear, you hear about that in the World Cup right now. We're getting some surprises, right? It's like, that team lost to who? Oh, they're terrible now. It's like, they outshot the team 13 to two. Like, that is not, lost the game. Like, I guess yeah. like, people just are so quick to dismiss context and what really happened for a final outcome. And, and then they'll jump on bandwagons so quick. And that's the part that, again, with us raising kids, 
just take note of that, right? They, whether that conversation and that dismissive comment was geared towards your son or not, or daughter, is irrelevant. They're, they're picking up on these cues and to say, oh, that's normal. I'll just jump on the bandwagon because dad says they suck because they lost. I don't want right. to be that fan of that team. And oh. that's the annoying part because it just creates that rat race of next, who's good this year? Let's follow them. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, I, I see it in uh, the subreddit for the Denver Broncos because the Denver Broncos suck this season. Right, like everyone knows it yeah. for many a reasons. But there's a bunch of people on the bandwagons of like, this guy sucks, that guy sucks. It's this person's fault for everything. Like, well, there's ten, there's eleven players on the field <laughs> at one time. Those other ten had no impact on the game at all. It was just yeah. that one guy. It's like so, and I'm talking about Russ. I'm a, I'm a I'm a Russ apologist in that case. Shut up. He's on his like fourth stringers for his offensive line. Yeah. He's on his like second and third stringers for his yeah. wide receiver core. It's like, yeah, anyone would yeah. suck. Right. It. Like, right. And he has a, a head coach that it's new head coach, doesn't know what he's doing. And so many people are like, this team sucks. Fire everyone. Get rid of everything. It's like, how are you a real fan? At the end of the day, if you're like the first person that just slightly annoys me, yeah. needs to be fired. Right. They were doing that game one. They were like game one of the season they lost. They're the same person that if they have somebody that they like, they just like give them time. Just give them time. Any time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're like, well, what, what is interesting? Why? Why Did you invest in a lot of their like rookie cards or something? <laughs> you're like, I really need this guy to work out or else I'm, I am I mortgaged the future on on sports cards for them or on that team i just already already bet they would make it to the super bowl and put our our whole house's mortgage on it yeah you're just like oh yeah that guy's fine just give yeah. it a few years yes it's, it's good no and and, and I'll, I'll bring this back to well hashtag dad life in terms of kids and, and what teams they support and choose but make it a global topic and that is with, with some of my opportunities to have traveled elsewhere it's very interesting to see small cities, towns back their team through and through, win or lose. And some of these teams have been losing for 30 decades, you know, and they're still like, nope, that's my team. That's my team. They're, it doesn't change with monetary value. It doesn't change with championships. It's like, this is where I grew up. Like, I don't have a choice, essentially. Um, yeah. And, and, I know the first thing I'll probably get with, with backlash on this one is like, Nick, we're not that country, right? So I get that. Um, with that said, it's still frustrating to see so many people jump on different bandwagons. It's like, if you like the Warriors now, I just hope you still like them 30 years from now when they probably suck. Um, and that you can still wear that jersey and not feel embarrassed for wearing that jersey. But I think that's yeah. the other cool thing about other places. It's like, they're unapologetic. It's like, yeah, I, I support this team that's smaller it's like and you know versus here it's like huh, you like the sacramento teams idiot they haven't won but they haven't been good since they played Shaq and kobe in 2001 you yeah. know and, and you're gonna make fun of for supporting that team um, oh elsewhere. yeah where it's like kudos to you like that's good for you that's cool yeah i i grew up as a yankees fan living why? in colorado my whole you life grew up in colorado i know why, why did you cater to the biggest market in the I, I know I picked it purely as, as a kid, like six years old, whatever. Okay. My dad gave me a signed plaque that had Ted Williams, Stan Musial, or 
Mantle and Mickey Mantle on it. Okay. And so it had three. So I could have e- equally been a Red Sox fan or a St. Louis Cardinals fan or a Yankees fan. But Mickey Mantle was my guy. I love Mickey Mantle. He was going to die. Yeah, he's still my guy. Well, he didn't grow up in the 60s like that. Would be he played it. Yeah, he played in the fit from 50s to 60s. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's who I picked. At the end of the day, for any of those people that are like, well, you don't have any reason to. Like, ah, I had like a great uncle that pitched for him in the 50s. If I need a bloodline, I'll just go with that. Like, oh, screw you. you know, but, but living in Colorado, though, I know that like the definition of those people that are just bandwagoners, because Rockies fans, I don't know what's up with Rockies fans in particular. I don't know if it's just they've been hurt so long by the Rockies organization that they just lash out at anyone else. But they would constantly be like, the Yankees suck. Like, the, the Rockies play the Yankees once a year for three games. Like you have no, you should have no animosity towards the Yankees. Like, what is your angst towards it? And so that's like the definition of bandwagon, in my opinion, because it's like, name your starting lineup for the Rockies. You can't. Why are you even talking trash about baseball at this? Point? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I want to go down that one real quick, uh, down that path, which is fake fan and the, the annoyance of mine because it's also frustrating when the proper call will be made in any sport and the fans boo. I'm just like, what are you booing? Yeah. Like, it was the right call. Like, it, like video replay is showing you that was a foul or that was, like, an incomplete catch. Like, it's like, boo. It's like, <laughs> like, to me, that makes zero sense. And the lack of creativity all of our fan bases have across every single sport is annoying to me. Um, and I say that again, just hearing, I feel like we've all been exposed in some shape, way, or form, whether it's TV, video games, whatever, of different cultures just doing, having a constant section that are constantly cheering for their team. Like, I'm envious of that. Um, because the most creative thing the U.S. has come up with is a wave. So there's no, no verbal anything. It's just the wave. Um, and somehow that's a freaking cool thing to do at any sporting event. And booing, and if it's the U.S. national team playing USA, USA, USA. <laughs> How can we not have any more, like, a more creative bone in our body? Than, yeah. And do things in unison. I say that because I was in England watching a soccer game. And, you know, free-flowing, it's 0-0. For some people, yes, big surprise, 0-0 at this time. The guy scores, and it was Robin Van Persie who was playing for Manchester United at that time. I kid you not, 75,000 people in unison are chanting, Oh, Robin Van Persie, oh, Robin. (laughs) Unbelievable. 75,000 people just, like, there was no big screen saying, like, Hey, with me now, say it with me. Like, no, it was, like, on a whim after the guy scored, and people were just in unison with it. Like, that was one of the coolest moments I've ever experienced as a soccer fan um, being in a different country that you're like this exists and I'm, yeah. I'm witnessing it firsthand like this is phenomenal um, yeah the, the, you, you can see it in football sometimes if they have like like a Heath Miller like if they if they have that long E sound or O no. sound but, but that's funny mm-hmm. that's, like that's if, as creative as we yeah. get that's, oh. that's it it's <laughs> right for like as much passion as some people are like football fanatics like you haven't come up with any again cool chants like our chants turn into cuss words of like f off and are you effing kidding me and it's like yeah that, that's that's our passion 
Yeah. Through anything creative with, <laughs> with cheering for your team. Hey, man, we're, we, 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 we're, we're the best country in the world. We never said we'd most creative, right? <laughs> <laughs> Point take. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen our stuff? We are modern. We are mid-century modern. That is uh, that is the the style here in America. We look good, but boy, we've been done a million different times. Um, <laughs> uh, final final thought on that one was um, just talking about creativity. Even uh, so, the NFL is playing in a few different countries this year. They played in the uh, in England. That was the, the Broncos doing a whooping on uh, those the the Jaguars. Ooh, yeah, Jaguars. They're coming around. Jaguars are coming out. Uh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is finally playing like a first overall draft pick. Yeah. Um, but they went down the, um, it was the Cardinals versus, I have no idea who. I want to say, talking about they got played in Germany. No, although oh. that was interesting too, but in Mexico City. I right. remember it was Cardinals yep. and someone else. They got beat by him. Okay. That's all I remember. The, the Seahawks? Might have been the Seahawks. Or 49ers. It was the 49ers. That's right. And uh, just the way that that crowd interacted with it overall, you can tell that they're used to seeing that. Like, maybe it's because, maybe, maybe we need to talk about this. Maybe it's because soccer just has really long periods of being born. And so it's during that time the, the, the fans have to find hold a way on, to entertain on. themselves. So I was told this a while ago. NFL, the guy who needed the stopwatch, he said there was about approximately four minutes and 20 seconds of actual playtime in a full 50-minute NFL game. Four minutes and 20 seconds. I can't, I don't know. Okay. Actual playtime because each each play happens and is over within two to three seconds, two and three seconds. We're at the time, people are standing around, walking around, going to a huddle, standing on the on the, on the the line, waiting for the quarterback to say hi. And so they're, they're in a three-point stance for 30 seconds while he lets the clock wind down. Like, I mean, I mean, you, you each offense... Each offense, on average, just runs 60 plays, though. Your points are just worth more. Well, and you, and it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's like a gladiator, you know, fight. Of, hey, but, but think about throwing this. people around. He doesn't like that. But, but think about this. So Germany won yesterday, four to two. If, if they were worth seven points, that'd be a 28 to 14 game. You're just like, oh, that's a bang average football game. 28-14, but it's four to yeah. two. But it's a high scoring, but it's still a low score in comparison yeah. to. But also it's 90 minutes versus versus 60 of regulation time. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, you were, you're, sorry, you're going where with that? Uh, <laughs> with Mexico City yes. and the engagement. Yes. Yeah, the, the fans, though, started chanting the ole. Ole, 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 ole. And that was that. They just started chanting that up mid, mid-game. mid <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. Americans could get behind that. I mean, the average football fan, though, let's... They're not a huge fan of other countries, so doing something like that would be like, yep, the foreigners have gotten in the stands. I don't know what's uh, yeah. feel outnumbered. It'd make a lot of people feel uncomfortable. Whether that's right or wrong, it's 100% wrong. But at the same time, uh, yeah, you can definitely see how it is different the way the sports fans interact and try to interact with the, the stadium and the, what's going on. Yeah, I still say it's because uh, soccer is a little bit more boring than every other sport, and so they have to find something to do to pass the time, you know, while guys hey. are dribbling the ball. The people are watching this World Cup, and that is not the case for any other sport. You guys got around a little bit earlier than the rest of us. Baseball is making a, com- making a comeback around the world. 
just tell you that. Because everyone can have a stick in a ball. Debate for another day, I think, Jay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Listeners out there, I hope you enjoyed this one on Hashtag Dad Life. All I ask, don't be fake. So whichever team you like right now, just don't change that for at least 15 years. And proudly wear that jersey through and through. That's all I'm going to ask. Hopefully your team doesn't get moved in in those 15 years. That too. That too. Um, But let us know what you think in terms of, are we a bunch of fakes here in America? Do you take that side of it? Or do you feel like, no, it's just normal and I'm not fake. I'm just me. Um, But let us know what your comments. If any of this resonated with you, if you enjoyed this one, this is where, this is a platform we we strive to edutain, not just educate. There's no education in this one. There's entertainment in this one. So if this resonated with you in that department and you want to make sure you don't miss out on future hashtag dad lives or just beyond real estate in general, give that, give that a subscribe. That, that way you can uh, stay caught up there. And also so we can just organically connect to more people that are like-minded. So until next week, this is this week. Thanks for joining. Hey, thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more of Jalen McKenna, Colorado's mortgage dad, and his take on the Colorado real estate market or just mortgages and mortgage news in general, check out the links below. Also, check out the links below for more information on products, books, or references made in this podcast. And please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share.